Hello, my lovelies. Is that creepy? How are you? It's Tuesday. I'm kid free, and that means it's podcast time. Woohoo! So, I completely just um, did this whole pod- sappy podcast. That I think I really just did for me. So I decided to do something different because sometimes your own catharsis doesn't need to be um, out there for everyone to hear. Maybe I'll do another one like it. We'll see. Um, I wanted to talk though about taking back ourselves a little bit. So I was um, talking to my therapist. Yeah, hi. Therapy is awesome. Um, I was talking to my counselor last week about this idea of balance because I sort of believe that balance is a lie. And the idea that you should always have everything in balance all the time is not accurate because it's just not going to be true sometimes you're gonna be some I'm I more believe in times and seasons that's that's scriptural for me there's a time and a season a purpose to everything and some seasons are going to be much more focused on others really all of our seasons should be focused on others but some are just gonna be boot camp kind of level focused on others and other other times and seasons are going to be more focused on ourselves and that's that's the balance ultimately but I did think when I was talking to my counselor she was talking about she kind of made moved her hands like a scale and talked about how when we put more responsibility on one side of the scale like you know scales like scales of justice think of that um not like the scale you get on every morning scales of justice so if you put more more responsibility on one side then you need to think about proportionally putting some extra time into your own self-care so I really hate that term self-care like a lot I think it's a dumb buzzword but I think I'm just gonna speak for myself the last five years since I've been a mom probably the last seven years since I've been a wife I've been putting more and more and more responsibilities on my scale and taking away the things that make my soul sing I don't read I am a reader I don't read well I read but I read crap on the internet right it's not the same as a book to me it doesn't feed my soul the same way as turning pages and finishing a book and getting wrapped up in a storyline it just doesn't I've taken away for the most part I go in spurts but I take I've taken away exercise for a long time I took away eating healthy foods I'm getting so much back there and I'm oh my gosh it's huge for me I even have taken away my personal like my personal devotional time not on purpose none of this was on purpose I didn't wake up one day and say hey I think I'll totally strip away everything from my life that makes me happy uh, no I didn't do that what I did was I got really tired at night and so it was harder for me to read my scriptures and say my prayers and I fell asleep and then that became a habit and I was working really hard and now I had kids so the time that I used to spend cross stitching or reading got taken up with trying to multitask and trying to you know watch kids and get something done at the same time 
And so I said, no, I got to spend my time multitasking these responsibilities. And little by little, I just started chipping away at the things that really matter, the things that make me, me. What a load of crap that is. No. So I don't know how many years people have been telling me, you know, you need to put some time into yourself. And I'm like, I don't have time for myself. Y'all, no. I don't know what this grand moment of clarity is, but that is a total steaming pile. Of course I have time for me. Of course I do. But it didn't I didn't get it until I saw that my counselor's hands making those balances. Of course, it makes perfect sense to me now. You have to have proportion. It doesn't mean that the amount of time I spend on me is going to equal in any way the amount of time I spend, you know, cooking and taking care of kids and running my businesses and um, serving in my church or any of those things. But think of it as like, those are essentials. Those are essentials. And I can't. Otherwise, you're running on empty. You're not feeding your tank at all. You wouldn't expect to get in your big in your big car, your big minivan in my case. I wouldn't expect my minivan to run without gas. Right? But I do expect it to run well when I give it the things that it needs. So maybe I'm not going to get the oil changed every 5,000 miles. I think I'm up to 8,000 miles right now. That's who I am as a person. But I still expect it to run, right? And so when it gets about to 8,000 miles, I'm like, okay, I really need to take this car in for an oil change. We're, I'm not, you know, not to suggest we're cars, but, you know, what are we fueling ourselves with? Are we fueling ourselves with potato chips and sugar and caffeine just trying to get through the day? Or are we really being mindful about what we're feeding ourselves? What are we feeding our heads? Someone brilliant, one of my brilliant friends said yesterday, you have to, what you feed yourself has to be more positive than what you're being fed. And she was talking about the things we do in the morning or, or just our self-development, whether you want to call that devotional or scripture time or, or you know, feeding your soul. What you put into your head has to be more positive than what you're constantly being fed from everywhere else. So from your family, from your work, from the media, from the world. It can be a really dark and scary place out there. And if we are not actively fighting it by helping ourselves to be the best people we can be, we're going to go down. And it won't be immediate. It'll be little by little, inch by inch, until we look around one day and we wonder, where did I go? I'm a pretty awesome person. Where did I go? Where am I? There's no responsibility. There's no um, task. There's no to-do list that's more important than you. None. To use a really overused cliche, you really do have to put your oxygen mask on first. And that is not selfishness. That is the ultimate gift you can give the people that you love. It's gonna sound like I'm saying two plus two is a rectangle. 
but I am absolutely right and a part of you knows it. And for those of you who are getting squirmy and uncomfortable when I'm saying this, you are me two weeks ago. But I want you to really think about what have you been putting in on the other side of the scale. You've been saying yes to lots of things. Yes to a job, yes to a, to a spouse, yes to kids. I'm not saying say no to them. Hear me when I say that. I would never tell you to say no to them. I'm telling you to stop saying no to yourself. Stop saying no to yourself every day that you don't put good food into your body that you don't think you're worth a membership at the gym or an exercise program, that you don't think that you're worth stopping the work for five minutes and reading a book or cuddling with your kids or working on a project that you love. Go refinish that dresser. Go make that amazing gourmet meal that you've been trying, wanting to try out from Pinterest. Go take a walk with a friend. Go listen to an audiobook while you get lost in, on a trail somewhere. Go say yes to you. Because when you do, everything else gets so much easier to say yes to. You gotta take back yourself. You gotta find her again. And when you do, oh my gosh, you guys, life just gets so much better. So much better. Have an amazing day. Say yes to you. 